Hey everybody! Hi! Steam sounds. I got Izzy's fucking with my goddamn presets again. Fucking Izzy! Sounds all washed out from. Yeah, you don't sound all expensive, Mikey over there. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't sound as expensive, Mikey. No, you're very. Uh... I think the mic sounds good. It's just the theme song sounds like trash. Sound just a little muddy. Oh, there it is. Because Izzy knocked off one of my channels. That's what it was. Izzy, you turned off one of the fucking channels on the audio board, damn it. I was like, why does that sound so, like, washed out? And she turned off huh. one of the channels. Now it sounds better. Who cruised right? the cats? Who cruised the cats? Are we good now? Uh, yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. Hi. This <laughs> is. Um, alright, so here we are. Uh, we're on a new show. I'm just preoccupied with my goddamn presets that Izzy keeps fucking with. She get like a... You were supposed to build a box for me. Oh, yeah. I was going to say get a box where I guess I should build you, but give me the dimensions. And I was supposed to give you the dimensions. <laughs> can't you look them up? I'm busy. Uh, alright, what's the model? Uh, well, can't you look that up? I'm busy. Oh, alright. Uh, let me just... Amazon. I'll go on Amazon and Google uh, audio board cat box. Audio board cat box. Okay, that that works. Um, so that since a thing. since we last talked, uh, how are you? I am fantastic. Oh, hold good. on, I gotta stop this game here. There, intro music. Um, it's been a, it, it was a it was a fun week. I we saw a couple movies since we last talked nice. on Thursday night. We went to see Megan in the theater. Oh yes, I didn't even. I saw you like how many times? I didn't ask you how it was. Izzy, please stop. Do you hear? Do you hear nuzzling the microphone? Purring? I do. Ah, she's so cute. She's once here. Come on, if you stay still, I'll hold you. There we go. Um, so it was really fun. Uh, it wasn't gory at all, and I'm I'm as as far to say that you would like it. Oh, good. Even Howard Stern was saying uh, this week that he wants to see it, and um, oh, yeah, he's a scaredy. And he too. said he hates because he, he he used to think his uh, ventriloquist dolls were going to come to life and kill him when he was a kid. I get that. It's sitting at a ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's with that's amazing. That's with um all the so the audience score though is like seventy-nine, and I think the audience wanted more gore. They they hated yeah. that it was so mainstream. Uh, but I, I really liked it. I had fun with it and it was funny and it was, it was well-written. Um, it was a smart movie. And when you have 191 f fresh ratings and 11 runs, and listen, I don't put a lot of stock into those ratings, but, uh, I, I liked the movie a lot. And then, uh, for that kind of genre to have that, that's saying something. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and it made a fucking boatload of money. That's that PG thirteen and yeah, smart. It made on its open weekend thirty point four million off twelve million dollar budget. Yeah, and it's only going up. It made just today two hundred 
$2.7 million today. What are they going to do when it, they, they can't make up some bullshit that it didn't make money? <laughs> oh, they always find a way. Oh, life finds a way. Yeah. They're going to say that she was a real robot and had it cost money, though. Yeah, man, money to the builder. Um, uh, then uh, we watched the movie called The Menu on HBO Max. Ah, I keep getting that shoved down my face on, uh, when I log in. It's really good. It, Enchantress uh, saw it in the theater. And she liked it, and she's like, "Let's watch it." And she fell immediately asleep because it was after we got home from Megan. And I was, I was like, "This is really Ray Fine is so good in it." Um, Ooh, I like him. Um, he's really good. Uh, he plays a villain, and he hasn't played a villain in a way that that way. I mean, I guess uh, Enchantress said Harry Potter, but I didn't see any of those. But since uh, Schindler's List, oh. Uh, so yeah, that was really good. I I, w- I would have gone strange days. Oh yeah. Oh, easy. You're so sweet. Jesus, snuggled up in my arms right now. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's those two movies, and then Saturday night we went to see at Shankweilers. They were playing a double feature: Puss in Boots two, and E.T. Oh, ooh. yeah. I didn't stay for ET because you know my feelings on it. Yeah. Uh, well, you didn't stay for ET. It's not like I left her there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Puss in Boots, I never saw the first one, but I really enjoyed it. It was it was adorable, and it was the animation was really cool. They they it seems like they took a cue from Spider Man into the Spider Verse because there's a lot mm-hmm. of and uh, lo and behold, it was directed by one of the co-directors of Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh. Oh wait, so that's a sequel that there is another Puss in Boots like standalone? Yeah, so I guess it's a, is this the first movie was a spin-off from Shrek. Yeah. And um it's played by I've Anto- seen all the Shre- I've even seen the fourth Shrek. I've only saw the first two Shreks. But Puss I know Puss in Boots is at least in the second. And um Antonio Banderas is the voice actor for Puss in Boots and he's fucking great. Uh Uh, so yeah, that's that. I give it. I give Puss in Boots four stars, and but Megan four stars, and I give the I give the menu five. That was really good. Wow. Are you trying to talk in the mic? She wanted you to take her to Puss in Boots. She's mad. You oh, you wanted to see Puss in Boots, didn't you? Uh, I'll have Uncle Squeezer buy you some boots for your birthday. Uh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll yeah, I'll just. Make her giant boots. Cats love footwear. The the big one was at the pet store, just looking the other day. Ah, time. What is she, cat or dog or both? Cat. Oh, cat. cat. No, no. And I I look. I like the idea of dogs. I like them I, uh, um... from a historical standpoint of them once being wolves and then becoming our partners in society. Mm-hmm. And if I was a survivalist living in the woods and we we're in a, an apocalyptic wasteland, I would want a dog by my side. Okay. But I do not want to sit on my couch and have an animal that licks its own butthole licking my face. Mm. And it's basically like adding a half a kid. Because if you go out, 
You still gotta, like, leave it some food or some shit. The cat, it's gonna find something. I mean, you leave it some food, but I, I, I have food running around in my basement it can come find. Yeah, the, um, the cats, automatic feeder, they'll feed themselves, they'll poop in the litter box and piss themselves. Not themselves, but in the litter box. Like, they, they don't care if you're out for, like, multiple hours or a full day. A dog mm-hmm. will shit all over your living room and and starve to death if you're gone for four <laughs> if you're gone for four hours. So it's it's pretty much exactly half a child. Yeah, and yeah. and only because you can lock it in a cage. <laughs> That's the only the, the only difference between a dog and a kid is you can lock a dog in a cage. I guess. And um, some people would say you can't even do that. Yeah. My own kids in a cage. They call it a playpen, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just what is that? Uh, man, these cribs—they uh, can climb up the top. Why don't they just put a, a lid on it? Well, that's called a cage. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, uh, dog cats. I'll tell you right now, she's really easy, and she is such a sweetheart. She just wants to be held and be on my lap all the time. Aww. Yeah. So, uh, a big rumor since we last talked, Vince McMahon, god damn it. Hey, pal, my re- the news of my retirement has been greatly exaggerated. I'm not fired. Izzy does not like my Vince impression. Oh. Just like everyone else. You're <laughs> <laughs> just like a human. <laughs> Uh, he, he's just—he's literally living one of his own scripts. Goddamn, pal! I'm coming back. Seventy-seven years old. I'm the genetic jackhammer. <coughs> All right. <coughs> it hurts my throat. I have to have some some ice cold beer to soothe it. Squeeze it. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'll join you. Um. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, a little rumor going around that um, he sold to Saudi Arabia, but today they're saying that's not true. Hmm. Last night we were lamenting it, like, oh come on, I hope they don't. Yeah, because it's the uh, the um, cultural tangibles that could come with it, you know, especially to yeah, like there goes the women's division. Yeah, and what could possibly happen to you know. Old footage, you know, stuff like that. So it's already getting watered down from, you know, Comcast, Peacock. Yeah, I know. But I think about that. But then, like, my favorite shit is the new generation and, like, golden era, like, 90s superstars. And that you can't get more watered down than that. Yeah. And it's not like it's even watered. It's that they're not even going to look at it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think you're the only one that watches. Yeah, well, they might not put it. They might not waste the bandwidth to put it on. Oh, that would be tragic. Yeah, that would be tragic. Um, so I want I, my first question was, what's going to happen with the TV deals if they do that? Because they've been trying to do the same thing with the golf shit, and no one wants anything to do with it. Right. Well, the TV deals. Now, granted, no. that's different because PGA has so much sway. Do they? Who fucking... First of all, let me shit on golf for a minute. And if you like golf... Free. I'm sorry, but I'm about to shit on it. Who fucking cares? Golf is a... Like Fury, Furio said in Sopranos, 
a stupid fucking game. <laughs> uh, uh, people that have a lot of money that you can advertise expensive shit on. What? That's who cares. I got money. Yeah. You got money. I'm not saying everyone with money. But you like golf, don't you? I do. I grew up around it. I fucking hate it. I think it's so fucking stupid. (laughs) It's like point. It's so so boring. And watching it's even worse than playing it. I I, I can watch a a whole round of golf and find more excitement in it than if I were to watch an NBA game now, in my opinion. More than soccer, for sure. I don't know. I, I ranked soccer and golf up there with two and two stupid fucking things. I guess it, it helps if you know what you're watching. Right. You know? Like, when I, if I'm watching Listen, golf, I know I what know I'm watching. What I'm I've played fucking, um, <laughs> Ma- uh, not Madden, uh, Tiger Woods and, and Golden Tee. I know how golf is played. I just think to go out there and waste your time and dress like a fucking dickwad, like... Well, you don't have to dress like a dickwad. Go to a, a muni course. They're all dressed like dickwad, like in swingers when they're they're playing. They're whole. They're just carrying the two golf clubs with them. <laughs> that movie, Swingers. Uh, I I was doing a a a shoot for a hockey team at uh, Saucon Valley Country Club, Squeezer, the the prestigious country club in it. You are still. I'm all still these years. fucking this this fucking living mummy walks up to me and says, "Excuse me, young man." Does that hat turn the other way? And I said, nah, this is a backwards model. He was a wise ass, huh? <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself and oh, die. You're the, you the wise ass that said it like that. You couldn't have politely said, excuse me, sir, we have a dress code here. Can you turn your hat around, please? Right. Yeah, right. You started it. And you still it. would have been a, probably a dick. Right. No, uh, what you would have, if he did that, you would have turned, you would have said, Sure. Turned your hat around. And when he and walked away, he turned second, it back. You would have turned it back. Yeah. But he asked for it. Yeah. And he goes, well, you're not allowed in the course with it that way. And, okay. <laughs> not golfing today, pal, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> you see this giant fucking black box on my arm? I'm shooting your fucking do- dummies golfing for you. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Good comeback. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, fuck off. <laughs> I don't tuck my shirt in, pal. I don't wear my uh, hat. I just, hey, I worked at one for years. I never tucked my shirt in. And listen, I- I'm here to talk. Like, you look adorable with your hat turned forward, but I think you really should go with it the backward way. I can't. I can only do it when I'm running handheld. You do. You got the squeezer hand. That's how you know you're in business. I think that's why you do it. Because everyone knows you mean business when you turn your hat backwards. Yeah, it's like me powering up. It's my... Right. Fucking... You, like some of the rubber from the eyepiece is around your eye and you have your hat backwards. Oh, uh, no, no. I got I got my... Uh, oh, yeah. You have your, your little armband, your wristband. Oh, on. yeah. When you see the wristband going on, yeah. earplug going in, fucking carabiners on the belt. Carabiners on the belt, hat. a couple slices of gaff tape stuck to your shorts. Yep. Um, and then... Boom, that hat swings backwards. He, uh, you have the ability to swing your hat backwards and pull up your shorts at the same time. And and do the shirt pull. 
Because you got you got to you got to pop the camera off your shoulder just enough to create some separation and do the shirt pull so it doesn't pull up so that, you know so it doesn't enhance your boobies. Hello. Uh oh. Oh, Izzy, am I still on? Hey guys. Uh, Izzy turned off Mr. Ryan's mic. I'm here to fill. So let's talk about uh, what's in the news today. Um, uh, we're going to talk about X-Men. And what did I see? I actually, I'm not going to lie. I prepared for this, but I forgot. Uh, let's see, let's see, uh, what's in the news? We're stalling something, there's a, The Walking Dead is still a thing, I guess, I don't know. Uh, what's this? Oh, I got, uh, some new Gundams, if anyone cares. Uh, I got the, uh, Master Grade, the... RGM 79. That's pretty cool. No work on that. Uh, pretty much never. Uh, hey now. Oh what else shit. Am I doing? Hey, there he is. He's back. Whew. Sorry guys. I, I had to switch channels. I don't know what happened. Yeah, everyone else switched channels too because I was talking about uh, God knows what. I could have talked about my uh, my ribs I did the other day. I was really happy with them. Can is it so? It, okay. Oh no, go ahead. We're done now. I was I all the interesting stuff you you missed. I was talking about my Gundams that I have and uh what else? I even forgot there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm not a spritzer anymore. No, you're not I'm a no spritzer. Check one, two. No, okay, I'm still there. How do I sound? Do I sound okay? Not, yeah, you sound better. I think you sound great. Okay. Yeah, I made ribs, and for the first time, I didn't do the old spritzy water bottle thing, because it's kind of redundant. Because I have uh, 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 an apple cider vinegar thing underneath them, so it's already creating steam in there. Okay. There's no need to spray, and it actually made them a little, gave a nice little crispness on it. They weren't runny. They cooked better because I wasn't opening <laughs> the damn door all the time. And what are we talking uh, about? Uh, my ribs. Oh, I just, I wonder how, like, I know I don't sound as good as I did on the last channel, but I don't know how the fuck she did that. I really don't. Hmm. I, I'm. She is one vindictive kitty. Certainly. I. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm going to switch back channel. Switch into the back channel. Am I there now? There we go. Now oh, I sound go. back to normal. Yeah. Now you're... yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man, what is she? How did she do that so quickly? As soon as I turned around, she was gone, and she turned off my channel. She's clever. She's smarter than the average cat. She is vindictive, little kitty. She's doing a muttly right <laughs> yeah, now. Right. <laughs> like Munch. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Good show, everybody. You're welcome. Yeah, we're back, and we're better than ever. Uh, what, so I guess we should start talking about what we're talking about tonight, huh? Oh, let's talk about what we're talking about. This yeah, was exciting because yeah. I 
everything X-Men. Uh, we'll be berserk style, snickety, snickety, snoin. Peg and Yoper just said that. So I said, <laughs> are you, should I call you Logan Weapon X? No, call me Wolverine. What he's doing is imitating Wolverine's Wolverine berserk attack. I shouldn't know a movie like uh, Mallrats that well, should I? <laughs> uh, it, it just, it makes sense. Shout out to my friend Chach, <laughs> who called me the other night. Good friends with Jay. He said he saw Jay the other day. Jay's doing good. Jay's wife, um, Jordan's pregnant again. Jay's going to have a second kid. Awesome. Um, the Chach is how I met Jay. Uh, and Mr. Kevin Smith. Uh so yeah, I was talking to Chachi the other day. It's his girlfriend, Silva. She's a singer. She was in ta- in New York doing a uh, a, a ra- radio interviews, doing the circuit. Uh, and he was he called me. His family lives in Palmerton. So. Oh yes, I know where that is. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, he's a good guy. So I guess where I'm going first this week. Okay. And here is my first pick. Why is it not playing? Is he? She did. How did she do that? This is Stan Lee of Marvel Comics warning you to look around you. Your classmates, your friends, you never know which one of them may be a mutant. A person born with strange and wondrous powers. Now some mutants, like the X-Men, use their special gifts for good. But then there are the terrorist mutants who plan to destroy the human race. Mutants. I hate them. Take this mutie we're hauling tonight, for example. He's too dangerous to live. I am Magneto. Release me. I command it. Take this mutie we're hauling tonight. Squeeze. I'm talking about a little known pilot called X-Men. Pride of the X-Men. about, And, and it was P-R-Y-D-E, a pun on Kitty Pride. So this was done. Uh, and you, So hold on. I, I pulled up the Wikipedia page to tell you how it was done. So the title obviously is a pun on the name Kitty Pride. The youngest of the X-Men. The series... Uh, that this episode was intended to launch never materialized. Marvel Productions would have to go back to the drawing board for 1992's X-Men that we all know and love. Squeezer, right? Could you imagine if that was the theme song I know. that we get hyped up about? I know, and with, with an Australian. Who are saying? I don't know if he's Cockney Australian, but I'll play I'll play uh, Wolverine talking to you. Any. Funding for this pilot came from the budget of RoboCop, the animated series. Instead of making a 13th episode of RoboCop, Marvel Productions decided to use their funding to have Toy Animation produce the animation for this pilot. The pilot itself is more specifically influenced by issues 129 of 139 of Uncanny X-Men, and that's all pre-Jim uh, Lee's X-Men number one. That would influence the 92 show. Squeeze her. X-Men 129, that, uh, what was going on then? Uh, it was, it was, uh, there was Sentinels and it was Kitty Pride and da- it's when they introduced Dazzler and had like the, the, the records and like had like a fake sing, like, like, like she was like a pop star and they were selling it in record stores, but no one gave a shit. Yeah. 
gotcha. Okay. It's like don't use Dazzler and the you know what you're gonna talk about next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, clearly. All right, so let me fast forward in this pilot a little bit here, so you could hear. I actually even went through and like my. Yeah, I'll get into that. But let me see if I can get some Wolverine talking. Talking. I'll get my clues on him. Claws on him. He'll be talking at the other side of his. <laughs> That's I see you've played Knifey Spoony before. I said you played Knifey Spoony before. That was Nightcrawler. <laughs> and they made sure to make it a black family that said, stay away, you filthy mutant. It poses a threat to the whole human race. That's our cue. Let's go. Hang on, everyone. No lie. I rented this from Blockbuster like 40 times and watched oh, it. Oh, so it was available? Like, this isn't some weird shit that's only on YouTube? No, they released it on VHS. It was at Blockbuster. What year, what year was that? Uh, 1989, uh, and I think 90, 1990, they released that on tape. Wow. It's Kitty. Kitty. Let me see if I get more over in here. Stop, Magneto. Mankind is doomed. That's uh, Stan Lee narrates the whole episode, by the way. Uh, it's yeah. me, Stan Lee, Excelsior. Are you all right? What is it, Magneto? He's changed the course of the comet Scorpio directly towards Earth. The, the power. There you go. And we've got to stop it. Hold it. The kid stays here. She'll just get in the way. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Sorry. The kid stays here. She'll just get in the way. Is, I didn't know Monterey Jack joined the X. <laughs> he did. He's Magneto. I'm sorry. He's Wolverine. And he's in the brown and yellow costume, too. Come on. We like the blue and yellow costume. Oh, you just pissed off half the internet. Fuck the internet. Oh, man. They were all butthurt. Anyone that actually like is a internet journalist and publishes the a list, they all love the brown one. Fuck them. Most unselfish thing I've ever seen in my life. Don't you agree? <laughs> Little dragon. Well, Wolverine, you were against Kitty being a member of the team. What do you think now? So the kid got lucky. The dope maker an X-Man. The dope maker an X-Man. Not yet. Yes. So then the beginning of this video, there's this really weird go out and vote PSA by some creep dressed up as Spider-Man. I want to play it for you, okay? Mm -hmm. Wait, was there a, a baby dragon in the show? There was. That baby dragon was the one on her shoulder, yeah. Wow, so they jumped the shark in the pilot. Sure did. Oh, yeah. If you think superheroes like me can fight all your battles for you, think again. Voting for your local, state, and federal representative lets you choose who's on your side and all the issues we face today. The little ones to the really big ones, too. But before you can vote, you need to register. So do it now. For registration Spider -Man. Forms or information on how to register, visit your local participating video store. Have a voice in your future. Register and vote. <laughs> and Tom Spider-Man sent you. 
Why does Spider-Man sound like a 40-year-old? Yeah. It, so this video was released in like 92, so I think they released it on video to, to, to because um, of the popularity of the 92 show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the plot is X-Men's arch enemy Magneto is being transported by a military convoy. He's unable to use his powers because he's trapped in a force field. And I say that in Dr. Evil quotes. A force field. <laughs> then the White Queen appears, uh, a member of the Brotherhood of Mutant Terrorists. She scatters the escorts and dismantles the field, restricting Magneto, restricting the, dismantles the force field. And restricting Magneto, allowing him to use his magnetic powers to tear apart the portable prison and escape. Elsewhere, Kitty Pride arrives at Professor Xavier's school to be trained to use her power of phasing, passing through solid matter. The professor leads her to the danger room and introduces her to the X-Men, Cyclops, Colossus, Dazzler. Kitty Pride's playing the role of Jubilee in this. Um, Dazzler, Night- Nightcrawler, Storm, and Wolverine. Kitty is frightened by Nightcrawler's demonic appearance and almost causes the danger room to go haywire, making Wolverine insist that the X-Men don't have room for children. Magneto sends Pyro and Blob. <laughs> of course, Pyro and Blob. You know why. Sure. To retrieve tracking coordinates for Scorpio Comet approaching Earth. This is a secondary goal of diverting the X-Men while Magneto and Juggernaut invade the X-Mansion. The professor learns from Magneto's thoughts that they have come for a mutant power circuit of Cerebro, the mutant tracking computer. Also in the Stranger Things radio that... Dustin builds. He gives Kitty. He gives it to Kitty and orders her to flee. But Magneto manages to capture it. The X Men return from their confrontation with Blob and Pyro to find the mansion and ruin and Professor and Kitty unconscious. Xavier once again reads Magneto's thoughts. This time, learning the full details of his plan. Magneto plans to redirect the passing Scorpio comet onto a collision course with Earth. This would send up a cloud of dust and debris, blocking out the sun for years, plunging the planet into another ice age which would leave normal humans weakened, allowing mutants to take over. They did a whole storyline on this. The X-Men leave at once for Magneto's, remember, um, the, the, the dino planet or whatever it was, storyline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually a storyline. Um, the X-Men leave at once to Magneto's orbiting sanctuary, Asteroid M. But the X-Men instruct Kitty to stay. Oh, sorry. It's boring me reading it. (laughs) As the mission is far too dangerous and she's not been trained. She wants to prove her worth, uh, makes amends with her previous failure, phases aboard the Blackbird and hides with with the professor's blessing. Upon reaching the asteroid, each X-Men quickly becomes engaged with an obstacle on the way to Magneto. Storm is needed to cover the breach. The X-Men blow into asteroid M. Dazzler takes on Pyro. Wolverine traps Toad. Colossus engages with Juggernaut. Cyclops battles White Queen. Only Nightcrawler, who effortlessly teleporting past Blob, finally confronts the gloating Magneto as Scorpio. Comet is approaching Earth. As Magneto is about to blast Nightcrawler, Kitty emerges from the floor, causing Magneto to accidentally blast the wiring of his device. Nightcrawler teleports up to use his body as a con... Uh, a con- as a conduct <laughs> that doesn't make sense why kitty knocks magneto onto the platform using his power to redirect comet's course toward asteroid m nightcrawler must risk sacrificing himself to complete the machine circuit or the comet will change course back to earth the x-men watch from the blackbird for nightcrawler to teleport at last minute the comet asteroid car- collide but nightcrawler rematerializes re- re- rematerializes out in space 
The team attempts to retrieve him with the Blackbird's grappler arm before he burns up entering the atmosphere. They miss, and Nightcrawler disintegrates. The X-Men mourn their falling teammate, and Kitty cries over how badly she treated him earlier, but then coughing from one of the storage lockers reveals that Nightcrawler has managed to teleport himself into the plane before the atmospheric compression totally burned up his suit. Okay, I was just going to ask why he didn't just do that, but okay. While the X-Men give Kitty her open credit for her efforts, Wolverine insists that Kitty is not a member of the X-Men. Not just yet. It's kind of the same as the pilot, except uh, uh, Morph dies, but he doesn't, Mm -hmm. and Jubilee is Kitty Pride. Yeah, and it just seems better. Better Better acted, better voice, better music. Um. So, uh, yeah, that's X Men Pride, and I. So the video came out in '92, and I was like, "We love X Men, right at?" And we watched it, and then we knew it wasn't good, but it, we just loved how uh, Wolverine sounded Australian. <laughs> um. But yeah, what do you think, Excelsior? I, I, that. Uh... Yeah, I, look, uh, he's great, but you don't have to be involved in everything. But I do. At that point, I am X-Men. Vince. <clears throat> I'm still sounding rough? Bruce Arcade says, Dan, RK still sounding a bit rough. No, that's just you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Happy New Year's, Brewers Arcade. Okay, uh, anyway, uh, let's go with your next pick. This one directly ties into... Um, it makes so much sense now, especially with some of the casting. <laughs> it's it's strange for the time because, as as a kid, you don't understand. Well, anyway, we'll get into yeah. It later. All right, here's Squeezers first, but. goes on like that. The X-Men Arcade. Uh, no, no. The X-Men. The X-Men. The X-Men Arcade. <laughs> Which is in our lunchroom. Yeah, no. I actually booted up and played um, five of the <laughs> six available characters before I had to come home. Um, poor Dazzler. Uh, if, if only... Uh, it was voiced a little more. We could have had uh, an Australian uh, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, to... Now, I'm going to play this game entirely different now, knowing that he's Australian. Knowing that I'm Australian, eh? Yeah. Um, but it, it's because it's weird because at the time, so it released in 92. But the but it was based on a pilot from 89. And they're probably like, 89. kids won't know. We're releasing another show in 92. Just Just make it. Yeah, it's like, why don't these guys look like the X-Men that I see every day now? And who's this? Who the fuck is Dazzler? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a your your classic arcade side scroller uh, beat 'em up. Uh, you could be uh, Cyclops, Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus, uh, Wolverine, or Dazzler. Um, which you know what? I'm gonna play as her tomorrow because I don't know. Maybe she plays fine. I've never tried. Um, and you can play up to four or six uh, people at the same time, depending on uh, what unit you have uh, available to you. 
And yet you just you move from left I, to right. I love that six-player double CRT monitor version yeah. um, where one of the monitors doesn't like sync up to the other one anymore. <laughs> um, they had a was it a six-banger they had at uh, yeah at Barcade. Barcade, yeah. yeah. That was working, right? It was the Mortal Kombat that wasn't working, right? Yeah. I want to say, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's fun. I I suck at it, and you're like, how? To beat him up. Uh, it's Squeezer. Would you believe I tend to try to overcomplicate things? No, and, you? And, and, what? And, str- and strategize. No, like, not true. <laughs> I can't just go around and... And and punch. I I'm a, I'm a jumpy kicky kind of guy. And it always gets me in trouble. Yeah, and that doesn't work. No. Just gotta plow your. So you could set your unlimited continues and lives in that. So you just use your mutant power constantly. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know. Is it preset in the menu? Because I saw I had like 50 lives or something. Yeah. Okay. No, the more like the more you hit the the uh, button to start, it it, it like mm-hmm. adds quarters. So. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. You have, uh, um, Cyclops is pretty close to, he's toned down, but Wolverine is still in his, uh, he's in his browns. They all look um, exactly like they do in this cartoon. Okay. I much prefer Storm's white costume. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. I prefer actually all their costumes in the 92 cartoon over these costumes. Yeah. Cyclops, it gives them more like... Cyclops looks too much like uh He's got fuck, those boots name? with like the foldovers on them, I guess. Yeah. Well what the fuck's that about? Uh, like are you trying to look stylish in your fucking weird skin tight outfit? <laughs> yeah, he he's kinda got like a a phantom thing going on. Yeah, like he he's just, a swashbuckler. He just swapped him yeah. The purple. They think it's the phantom. Uh, Colossus pretty much, I mean, he hasn't changed much, and Nightcrawler's pretty much spot on. Yeah, when- From time to time, like, they don't really change him much. (laughs) The 92 show is based on Jim Lee's X-Men number one. Colossus is drawn exactly like that. Gambit, Beast, uh, Rogue, Storm, uh, uh, Jean Grey, Professor X- only Wolverine is still brown and yellow in X Men number one. Yeah, it's um, not till uh, four. Yeah, they changed him to blue. Yeah, and which I, I was I was reading about, um, which I I say that for later for my other pick, but um, that they decided that they were going to swap him back to the the blue and yellow, and they were figuring out how they were going to do it, and he just said, "We're just going to do it." So, like, when he gets, like, his clothes, like, ripped off when they get, like, jumped in the car, mm-hmm. and he, like, has the blue and yellow with, with the tiger stripe underneath, there's, like, no explanation for it or why. They just did it and moved on. And I love that costume. Yeah. That's Wolverine as I know him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we can, oh, we'll get into that for sure, because I, there's, we have, you have, you have eight costumes to pick from and down the road to <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Eight, not including all the others. Should I call you Logan uh, Weapon X? Snickety <laughs> snickety uh, Stein. Uh, but uh, yeah, X Men Arcade always uh, it's 
fun beat em up. I never got really far in it because when I sucked in two, like I bought, they released it for iPad like ten years ago, mm-hmm. and you could give yourself ultimate lives and crap. And I I beat the game. And it was really okay. really easy. So see, I was because I was limited by quarters. You know, I was yeah. gonna keep pumping quarters into. I I look, it's it's fun to play, and I I love that it exists and having it. But I am not a side scroll and beat em up kind of guy. I was. I've, how many those, times have I talked about the tick on this show? Matt and I would play tick till like four in the morning, and it was just. Well, that's that's the key there. They're fun to play with your friends. I really didn't have any friends. So. <laughs> I had a friend. Most of the time, when was that I was coffee at the or arcade, beer? That or, was beer. Oh, uh, it sounded like coffee. Are you drinking out of like a metal cup? No, it's just a pint glass. My mm. my uh, a hundred miles, Giles. Uh, Oh, the Riding Phillies one? Two thousand. Is that your lone pint glass? I have like three others. Oh. But it just turns out that this is on like the Wednesday rotation. Mm. I only have pint glasses in the house. Yeah. Like nothing I else. got my pint glass. I got my Pilsner. And I, I got my fancy goblets and stuff for my, you know. I have, I have pint glasses in that three beer fucking big tankard that I got from Movie Tavern <laughs> that I use your in the summer. Your big gulp. Yeah. My, my, my Sam Summer Cup. All right. Um, okay. You got any more on the arcade? Uh, no, no. Oh, you, oh, yeah. But I was, yeah, I was limited by quarters because that was just fun. The little squeezy boy was limited by quarters. All right. My next pick. So I originally told you my next pick was going to be the Sentinel action figure, which I got, and I have like one picture where you could see it on my shelf. But I thought Ooh. of something cooler, which I actually have some mint on card downstairs, and this is my There's next something pick. Something cooler. Get into the intense action of an X-Men comic with X-Men Pocket Comics. Pocket Comics! Where Sabretooth and Wolverine are locked in hand-to-hand combat. Sabretooth's going for the missile gun! You've got to help Wolverine fire back! Missile! Now he's heading for the gravity eliminator. It's up to you and Wolverine in an aerial fight to the finish. X-Men Pocket Comics, a pocket full of X-Men adventure. Pocket Comics! So these are those little Mighty Max pocket comics, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. I love these, and that's all I asked for. And they were, they, listen, the Mighty Max were okay, but Toy Biz did fucking right on these things. They were pretty goddamn legit. Do you remember them? I'm trying. I'm looking at picture. I don't want to. Uh... So they were like a little square. They, they had like a comic book cover on the front, and then they opened up. And they had like two, they came with two little X Men action figures, usually a good mm-hmm. guy and a bad guy. And, um, and little playset. And the playset had a lot of accoutrement. So, series one had Asteroid M, um, and it had uh, Magneto and Beast, and it was really cool. It, so, it was, it was Magneto's lair. And there was like a little like plastic holder for Beast, like an anti gravity machine and a hook. And there, there was like a lot to do with these little sets. Um, the second one was the the fucking uh, jet hanger that had the black. Uh, was it? I'm just I'm, I'm immediately forgetting. Uh, Blackbird. Blackbird. I was like, is it Blackwing or Blackbird? And it had I think Cyclops and Magneto in it. And actually, the jet could like be launched from it. It had a, a separate jet toy. Then it was uh, um, the danger room. And it had these like anti-gravity things to put um, 
a Wolverine and a Sabretooth in. And then, like, two missile launchers and, like, an area on the ground where you could, like, spin the side and they would, like, fight. Like, you could lock them into these two little quarter-sized discs and, like, spin it and they would, like, go at each other. And then Spy Mission had uh, Weapon X and Omega uh, Red in it. And it had, like, a lot of cool fucking, like, like mind control chairs and everything in it. That's pretty... They made a little... Um... I just want an Omega Red minifig. Yeah, they made an Omega Red minifig. That's cool. <coughs> um, very. There's a lot of detail in those little guys. I told That's you impressive. they were really fucking cool. Uh, um, and I, I love them. And then, then the series two had War Room, which had a Mister Sinister figure, and uh, it had, uh, I think like. It looked like the bad guy's lair. I didn't have that one. Then the Cerebro room, which had a fucking little Mr. Professor X action figure and a Juggernaut figure. And then the Weapon X lab had like a like a like a Weapon X's fucking like BAPTA tank where he's like floating in. I'm looking for series two now. Series two are harder to get. But I had the coolest one. I had the fucking um uh, a Sentinel one, and it was uh, the Master Mold playset. Uh, it had uh, Apocalypse and um, what the fuck's his name? Not Richter. Uh, who's the guy who is the time traveler? Bishop. Bishop. It had Bishop. Yeah, it had Bishop and um, uh, Apocalypse, and it had a Sentinel mold. It was very cool, uh, and it, it was. Uh, they all had authentic comic book covers to them, that that that, that would coincide with the uh, the the playset inside. That was really cool. Why can't I find series two? Series two were like harder to get. I gotta go Just down to my basement. Picture. I have a, I have a few of these mint on card in the basement squeeze. I'll bring them in tomorrow. Cool. Oh, here we go. Look There's at that. Like, Come on. Marked down to $1.98. These didn't. These, these should have sold well. They were so cool. I, all I wanted for Christmas when these came out were these. I love these. It was like Mighty Max, but fucking X Men. It was, And they had Spider Man based on the Spider Man um, animated series, too. And I had a couple of the Spider Man ones. But they were very detailed little sets. And like they were no bigger than like. They were smaller than the Game Boy. And you could like fit them in your pocket. And you had like a little action figure playset you could take whose parents didn't buy in playsets. But like at these at two dollars, my mom was like, "Sure, I'll buy these for this fucking idiot." Mm-hmm. So these were like, you know, something that were very detailed you could take with you and um, like have fun in your car. You know, back before we had iPads that had the library of all video games and TV known to man on them, we had to make do with these little playsets. Oh, my kids get mad now because you know the iPad's not on the Wi-Fi unless we sync it. They. Uh, to my phone but uh they get so mad like uh, oh if we didn't pre-download their particular show how like, dare how dare idea? you squeezer <laughs> how dare you i know right like we used to like have to like wait for like a little bit like you couldn't your parents used to tell you, you can't have the light on in the back because it interferes with their driving mm-hmm. and they'll get pulled over so you couldn't play your game boy Unless you had like like that giant accoutrement that goes onto it, that took like that. fifty batteries as opposed. Well, to... I didn't. I didn't have the giant. I had the smaller one. 
that mm. just had the like it had little it would clip on the front it had a little light and a magnifier and it still never really out. worked that well no no and it made it like so top heavy it was uncomfortable yeah. to hold oh, yeah, for too long sucked. yeah all right yeah here is squeezer's next pick are we in your second or yeah your second second there you go What's that one? Not even the biggest bullet. And I could do cannonballs into a swimming pool if I think. Because when you're this big, you get really thirsty. I see. Big fruit taste for kids who think big. Now you can find the uncanny X-Men and their enemies on high C drink boxes. They're perfect if you love super-powered mutants. Or happen to be one. Also, X-Men Hero Caps and Comic in specially marked packages. I remember uh, those boxes. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the coolest promotions ever. I mean, this is so great. Um <clears throat> it was uh high C uh they had on the packaging they had basically like the equivalent of like a card back right. on it. Uh a little bio and uh, a picture of your uh favorite X Men heroes and, and villains. Um and then with it um, and specially marked packs, of course. Um, they had a, a, a pack, like a three pack. It was like a sliver of, of three pogs, depending on um, at random. And it was all based on certain like uh, sequence where they're at in the story. Like they had one that was like the the original uh, X Men from the the '60s uh, stuff from like. Koa, uh, Apocalypse, and then, uh, like, they, then they had, like, a thing just, like, with Jubilee, Cable, Gambit, stuff like that. Um, right. But, or you could uh, send away as well and, and just get the full sheet, uh, I, I believe. A I remember, I, um, And, yeah, and so they were full sheets, and you'd punch them out, and you had pogs. Um, and they were pretty cool. The art was... Uh, pretty neat. They were they were based off of uh, Jim Lee's designs. Well, especially no the, way. Uh, based off no, Jim Lee's designs. Would you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> um, all the artwork on all the boxes. You're joshing uh, me. I no, I'm not joshing you. Yep. So be it. Um, but uh, Steve Lighthole was actually the artist on the Pogs. Uh, sadly, he passed away uh, during uh, from COVID. Yeah, you told me about that. You're age really... of sixty-one. I was kind of bummed. Really I was like, I wonder what he's it. up to. Oh, by the way, I just found one of these X Men pocket comics on eBay. They're selling it for eighty dollars, but as a KB sticker with ten ninety-nine with the slash through it, ninety-seven cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, eight hundred percent markup. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so that was kind of a bummer because they're pretty cool looking. It's it, darker, uh, definitely. Uh, it's, I guess he did a lot of uh, uh, cover art and stuff, uh, and he was he was a penciler mostly. Um, but in uh, I guess it was ninety. You're a tracer. Four, ninety four uh, is when yeah, these high C pogs came out, and it wasn't just high C. I guess like Pizza Hut did them too. Um, but they were all like slightly different designs. Um, I had uh, the uh, 
the high C ones for sure. Uh, oh, the sad part is too, like you would think like, oh yeah, cause you know, it's his artwork. So his signature is on it. Um, his signature is on it. It's on at the very end of the, at the pogs. If it was like, you know, the sheet. Right. Which means his signature is on the runner. Ah. Which means you punch out the pogs, you throw the runners away. Um, and then, yeah, it's gone, which kind of sucks. But, uh, yeah, and then I didn't know. So I was trying to figure out, too, where is this? Um, you can also send away for, like, comics and, and whatnot. Uh, that came with it. Where is the... Oh, here. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. Um, do you remember the, like, they re-released the X-Men number one? What Jim Lee's X Men number one? Like Jim Lee's X Men number one, like it was the like, most printed comic book in the history yeah, of comic but books. Like, but like re-released as like a promotional piece. Oh, there it is. Um, like you could send away, um, whatever. Yeah, it was a collector's edition comic book and specially marked high C variety packs, and that's where I got it from. I was like, where? I remember, like it wasn't like I didn't go out and buy it, like the the reprint of it. I know it came with something, and it was in the high C as well. I not only had X-Men number one, I had all four covers, Squeezer, of X-Men number one, bagged and boarded, mm-hmm. thinking they would be worth a million dollars at some point. They are. No, no, they're not. Well, not yours. Well, maybe the hand-drawn originals by Jim Lee, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> none of the reprints. Jesus Christ! No. Most sold fucking comic in the history of mankind. Well, they, they, that they were and fucking everyone thinking, death of Superman. Uh, we know we uh, people are gonna think it's gonna be worth something. So yeah, but they sold it like a million copies, so you should have known. Oh, there's a million. I know. It's just like the <laughs> X-Men Toy Biz figures. Like generally, they are not worth a shit. Like you could still buy. Hold on, let me just Google. M M I C K E Y X uh Toy Biz M O X Men figure Nine ninety Rogue nineteen ninety four Rogue too. She's not like a tertiary shit character. Rogue is nine ninety nine or best offer. <laughs> Ninety-two Iceman, eighteen ninety-nine original series. A- a Gambit, one of the most popular characters. Fifteen ninety-nine or best offer. <laughs> they printed so many of these fucking. They made so many of these figures. They're not worth shit. Uh, there's a Weapon X Wolverine, a mint on card. Mint on card. It's a little damaged. It's not mint mint, but still, it's in good shape for thirty bucks. I'm telling you, everyone I've read so far was mint on card. Squeezer Beast. Oh. He's like fifty pounds. <laughs> Twenty-four ninety-nine. Archangel, seventeen fifty. Oh, that was such a cool one. He had the little missiles you could yeah. look out mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Now look up. Uh, I wonder what uh, Deadpool's. Uh, there's even Cable. Then. I think Deadpool's in like the or like a good Deadpool is like three to five. I think. Deadpool two ninety nine. That's the one. I had, I I had five of them at one point. Squeezer. Man, you could have retired. Nah, I couldn't have. Yeah, but then here's one sixty nine ninety five. Oh, just buy that one and resell it. Mm. Yeah, uh, Deadpool. 
Uh, off card, mint, not on card. The same X Men figures, twelve dollars or best offer. Hmm. Yeah. Fifty-eight ninety-nine. Yeah. Oh, the market's like fucking fucked lately. No one's paying big money for toys anymore. Mm-mm. All right, are we talking about something you brought up or something I brought up? Pogs. Uh, whose pick is it? Oh, the Pogs. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we can yeah we can move on. Pogs are awesome. Uh, X Men are back in Pog form. Uh, Alf's back in Pog form. Pog form. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it comes with a uh, high seat, which I'm surprised because uh, wow, we must have been rolling in the dough. But oh, my dad, my dad had the state job by then. We were buying high C. We had high C. It wasn't expensive. We had high C. Anyone could afford high C. Yeah, but we were drinking Juicy Juice in the can before that. Juicy Juice is more expensive than high C, dude. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking can. Ju- well, high C came in a can. Oh, yeah, it did. Everything came in a can, I guess. Yeah. But how how could it just water down high C? No, Juicy Juice was uh, pr- really just fruit juice. High C was uh, artificial coloring, flavoring, and sugar. Yeah, it tastes like shit. High C? Yeah. No. Juicy juice? Juicy juice. Yeah, because it had real fruit in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no one wants that. Come on, Squeezer. Yeah, High C was the shit. What was your favorite? My favorite High C was High C Grape. Uh, no, I, was, I liked the orange. Orange is okay. And it, like, especially you got it at like, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. No, I know what I am not a fan of of any. I am not a, a fruit punch guy. Well, I guess it wasn't even always tangerine, right? Tangerine. Yeah. No, uh, I don't think it was actually orange. Was Ecto Cooler was tangerine, pal. Ecto Cooler was tangerine. Yeah. Uh, no. Come on, get it right. God damn, pal. Don't know your high C's. God damn. I was always jealous of kids that got Hawaiian punch. We had a Hawaiian, Hawaiian even, punch, was e- even cheap. though. No, it, I think it was the like the, the square box. Packaging. No, I think it was like my mom's like, oh, there's a cartoon on there that they're trying to sell that to my. You kids. know, the other day I was watching a, like what you didn't know about advertising, and up until that day, I thought he just had like weird hair antlers. It's a, supposed to be a straw hat. Wait, really? Yeah, that white thing on I top of his head. Crazy hair. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Punchy. No, we had a wine punch for sure. No shit, that's a hat? That's a hat, it's a straw hat. Wow, I just learned something. Yeah, me too. Wow, this is like some uh, Berenstein Bears shit going on here. But if you look, his hair's you can see his hair under it. See? Wow. Yeah, he's Hawaiian mon. That's a bad. This changed my world. 39 years I've been on this planet. Yeah, I learned two days before you. Look at Look at this picture. Like you can see his hair as clear as day under. I'll send it to you. I get it now, but what the? F- but it's supposed to be a straw hat. But until until two days ago, I thought it was like his weird hair or like antlers. <laughs> no, it's a straw hat. My mom would like buy the other color Hawaiian punches that became popular, and I thought they were so gross. I hated them. Like mom, stop buying those wine punches. Buy us fucking Sunny D. It's all I want. I I didn't uh, mind. Fruit Juicy Red was too sweet for me. I didn't like it as a kid. 
I didn't even like like I don't even like the uh, the fruit punch flavor. I do. I do. The idea of Hawaiian punch. I like the packaging. Yeah. They used to come in square juice boxes, Squeezer, when you were kids. If you remember that. Yeah, that was. was, They weren't like the rectangular one. They were like short and stubby squares. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted one. Yeah, we got we got them in sips. You know, they're yeah. We had all the cheap shit in our house. All right. Um. Let's move on to. Is it my turn? Yeah. No, didn't. What are you talking about? No, we we just did pogs. So we just did pogs. All right, so we're on to this. Here we go. Only delay the inevitable. I, who am eternal, can never be defeated. Exterminate the vermin! My people, apocalypse. You have traveled over 50 centuries of time to stop me. When will you learn it cannot be done? Yeah. Apocalypse legit scared me as a kid. Fuck yeah. And then, like, the Age of Apocalypse storyline in 1995 was my favorite. I was 13, Squeezer. The mm-hmm. X-Men 1995 comic book crossover. And my friend Matt and I would scour the Walden books in the comic book stores for number ones of all the fucking shoot uh, offshoots. Excalibur, Gambit, and the Externals, which was my favorite because I was a big Gambit mark. Generation Next, Astonishing X-Men, Amazing X-Men, Weapon X, Factor X, X-Men, and the X-Universe. And they had two one-shots, X-Men Alpha and X-Men Omega. And I have them both, and they're both with nothing. Nice. But I have like I have like one through ten through most of these, and some of them are worth some money. Nice. Yeah. I, how did you... So, because... This was 95? 95, yeah. Um, how did you know what was going on and what to get at the time? Because that was my problem. Like, oh. I was, I was so, so scattered brain in my comics. Because like, uh, like I, we talked about this earlier. Like squeezer, I, my squeezer, comic books, squeezer. I got it, like, what? <laughs> you didn't get Wizard? Are you fucking serious? No. And get wizard. I bought Wizard anytime I could, and I read Wizard, and my friend Matt read Wizard. Yeah, Wizard, dude, Wizard. Ah, uh, nope. <laughs> That's how you knew. I I could barely I was barely allowed to buy comic books, yet alone a book about comic books. Oh, see, my parents were like, you know what? He's a fucking weirdo. Um, let's let him fucking weird read comic. He's reading at least. I bought, but books too i read a lot of like i was like 95 i was buying like michael Crichton books like crazy at books and more because mm-hmm. uh, of obviously jurassic park so i was reading anything and everything and i so <laughs> we trace we'd buy like tons of tracing paper and trace and make our own comics oh yeah we were in the it was, it was our thing but the yeah. 95 crossover event you know yeah now imagine being me though, not in the know, and just like oh, seeing I'm all these weird books random, out there. Yeah, and now I grab like a random fucking even even just getting like you buy alpha, astonishing like, X Men and thinking it's an X Men book and it's not. You're yeah, like where's an Excalibur and Gambit and the Externals, and then there's a cover of Rogue and Gambit making out, and you're like they're together. <sighs> I'm getting the vapors thinking about it. It all starts with Legion. Mm-hmm. 
the psychotic mutant who travels back in time to kill Magneto before he commit various crimes against humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He accidentally kills Professor Charles Xavier, yeah. his father, me- leading to a fuck up of the timeline. Death of Professor I, I- X leads to Apocalypse to attack 10 years sooner than he did, taking control of Earth. Where'd you send me? Oh, there he is. The Kool-Aid guy. I actually just read, uh, when I was doing my little work, I just went and read uh, Alpha and Omega again for the first time in a long that time. That tells the story. Yeah, that tells the story yeah. I was just telling you. Alpha and Omega bookend it. Alpha starts it, Omega obviously ends it, and there are just one-shots. Um, and I have both of them. Uh, bagged and boarded, Squeeze. I showed you my book that we're talking about later, Bagged and Boarded. I didn't want to pull mm-hmm. out all my uh, Excalibur, my which is a team built around Nightcrawler. Um Gambit and the X-Men, which is Remy LeBeau's X... I'm sorry, Gambit and the Externals. Uh, Sunspot, Jubilee, Strong Guy, and which I love Strong Guy from the Isn't X-Force. Isn't he great? He's so great. It, one of my favorite images in all of comics ever is there's one issue where he's sitting there sipping tea. Yeah, no, I know. And he's taking up like half the page, and it's just his tiny teacup in his hand, and I just fucking love it. Well, you know how I accidentally called... Um, uh, Bishop Richter earlier. Mm-hmm. Richter was uh, the main villain in um, Externals. I love Rick. I had the Richter figure that I got for Christmas with my Sentinel, and he'd have like he'd have a wind up in the back that made him shake. Richter was one of my favorite X Men, and he of course was a villain. No, it's R I C Squeezer. R I C. Oh, T O R Richter. Richter. See if I look up the Richter figure. Toy Biz, mm-hmm. X Men. He had like a little uh, look at him. Look how badass he looks. Oh yeah, he looks fucking. So he had a he had a wind up in the back, and you'd wind it up, and he'd like vibrate. And he has a big fucking gun. I loved it, Rick. He was part of X Force, obviously. And mm-hmm. he was like a anti. He was like uh, Deadpool, like an uh, anti-hero. And mm-hmm. I read so many fucking X Force books, and fucking obviously I love Richter. And I used to think of myself when we would play outside. I would, you know, pretend to be Richter, and I thought he was the coolest X Man. He looked badass. He had pretty cool powers. He had big fucking guns like Cable. I don't know. Richter was always one of my. Look, you can see on the back, his uh, his his turn the wheel clockwise to feel mm-hmm. Richter's power vibes. Warning, only wind up in direction of the arrow. It's true. It mm. fucks up his... I'm sure there are a couple moms that found Richter. Mm-hmm. Richter came in the same line as uh, Strong Guy, though, Squeezer. That's pretty cool. And oh, yeah. What's a Strong Guy go for? Probably, like, if they're... He's probably as heavy as, like, a beast <laughs> is. Uh, Twelve bucks. Mm. Richter's going for fifteen ninety nine. down oh. card. Oh, does he go? Oh, open strong guy's going. You know, for I'm buying him right now. It's two ninety nine shipping. I know I have no room for him, and I am trying not to buy it. But I fucking love this figure when I was a kid. And uh, uh, for a total of with shipping, uh, twenty bucks, I'll take it. Uh, there's a pretty beat up. Uh, this strong guy looks like they had a dog in the house. I just bought Richter. Uh, oh, 
my heat kicked off. Oh, it's gonna get cold down here quick. Uh, oh, this... <clears throat> so then the detail in his head. It looks really good. Wait, Richter, or strong guy. A uh, strong guy. Well, get him. Get yourself really... a strong guy. Generation I... Next consisted of a young group of mutants trained by husband and wife team of Colossus and Kitty Pride, Shadowcat. Um, they they consist of Chamber, Husk, Mondo, and Skin. Uh, they are sent by Magneto into the Seattle Corps to rescue Colossus' sister, Ilana Rasputin. Um, she's a slave to Sugar Man, one of Apocalypse's perf prefects and rulers of the Seattle Corps. Titles replaced by Generation X. Uh, Astonishing X-Men are led by Rogue and consists of Sabretooth, Blink, Wild Child, Morph, and Sunfire. Amazing X-Men. Team led by Quicksilver, Pietro, um, Storm, Dazzler, Banshee, Iceman, and Exodus. And of course, Weapon X and his lover, Jean Grey, in this book, are depicted in the series carrying out missions for a human high council. Factor X uh, consists of elite mutant force who serve Apocalypse. They are split into five sibling groups, Cy Cyclops and Havoc. Um, of course, Scott and Alex Summers, who, uh, yes, Cyclops, the Boy Scout, joins Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. That was, I remember, like, I'm like, wait. And he had the I long so hair. Confused. Yeah. yeah. Empath and Twins, Cannonball and Amazon, and the Bedlam Brothers, Aurora and Northstar, wound up that list. Um, of course, it's replaced by X-Factor. And X-Man is Nate Gray, the mutant born of Cyclops and Jean Gray's DNA, who... Uh, winds up becoming Cable. We all know that. Um, the title's replaced, of course, by Cable. These titles all go back to their normal books. Eventually, they're all one-shots of books. Um, Excalibur is replaced by Excalibur EX. Uh, Gambit and the Externals is X-Force. Generation Next is obviously Generation X. Astonishing X-Men is Uncanny X-Men. Amazing X-Men is X-Men. Weapon X is Wolverine. Factor X is X-Factor, and X-Man is Cable. Those are those books that were long running and selling, and they were just offshoots. And I have most of them before they went back to the original titles, uh, but not all of them. So, cool. Uh, of course, um, MODOK. Speaking of MODOK, do you see the new trailer for uh, Quantumania, Ant-Man and Quantumania? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Modoc's in it. I'm like, holy shit, that's Modoc. They're doing it. <laughs> They're doing fucking Modoc in a Marvel movie. I fucking love Modoc. You know, I can't believe they're doing it. So good for them. Like, who would have fucking thought, you know, that they'd do Modoc in a Marvel movie? Here we are, though, in 2023, and we're getting fucking Modoc. <laughs> All right. Squeeze. You would think after the. Uh... What happened in that series? I loved it with Patton Oswalt. Yeah. It was fucking great. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I was done by a bad robot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm loving... So, like I said, I, I read them uh, just earlier. I went, I'm like, <clears throat> you know what I'm going to do? I'll do the get ready for this week. Um, I was signed up for the Marvel... Uh, uh, was it Ultimate Unlimited? Mm -hmm. Whatever the hell it was for the sure. week. I'm like, you know what? 
Fucking, I love this. I'm keeping it. Good for you. I've been using the shit out of it. All so, right. and especially now, the there's that uh, Sins of Sinister starts up uh, at the end of the month. Oh, you're going new books. I like Mister Sinister, so I'll check. I it out. I love Mister Sinister. Yeah, but yeah, I try to read some new stuff. Um, I've been reading a lot of old She-Hawk stuff because of the She-Hawk. I read uh, what's his name, John Byrne's original run, and it's really good. Um. I read a bunch of uh, fucking all the Spider-Verse books. I like tons of Spider-Verse books. Um, but, you know, I, I read. Uh, I, I have had it now. I am going on. Um, this is my 10th year, Squeezer. My next, next year is my year 10 of being a Marvel Unlimited member. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on day. This is day six. Well, Squeezer, you were a Boy Scout. I was a sit at home and read comic book scout. So, oh, because I I was being so cool, <laughs> Boy Scouts. Now you you actually like did stuff and huh. you know uh, gave back to humankind. I didn't. I, I, I mean, books. I I just wanted to go camping. I didn't really give. You know. Also, I never gave up comic books for girls because like that that the fact that you had to do that was lost on me <laughs> uh just a heads up it didn't work oh okay well work no i never did it anyway so um there, i'd meet like a girl and i was going like uh do you want to go pick up some batman books with me because i mean I, I i left dc for as soon as i got an x-men like i was mm -hmm. spider-man x-man I never really read much Avengers, but I read some books. And but I I only I fucking was like fuck DC except for X Men, maybe some JLA's. When yeah, Grant Morrison where, like, started his run with JLA, I was yeah. all, I was squeezer all in on JLA. Yeah. Uh, Rock like, of Ages. Grant Morrison's a fucking genius. Outside of the trading cards, uh, like all the Fleer cards and stuff, like I wasn't big in any like. Like Avengers stuff, like outside of like mutants, like in in the Marvel universe, like I like that's why like when everything started taking off, like I was new to not me so much. So that. I read uh, probably at a, to a young age, A Dark Knight Returns, and became like a big obsessed with Frank Miller by the time I was like thirteen or fourteen, and got really. And then so my grandpa would take me to uh, card and comic shows. And him and I would go through the long boxes looking for Frank Miller's uh, Man Without Fear uh, Daredevil run. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with his Daredevil run. Uh, so there was like, I was in the Daredevil. I was obviously, I, I don't know. I was in <clears throat> a lot of Spider-Man. Oh my God. Uh, Todd McFarlane's 1990s, Spider-Man 190 and 191. Are you fucking kidding me? Those books are fucking great. The Black Suit, the Venom, Introduction of Venom. Like I collected so I was I was such a dork squeezer. I'm still am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're adorable. Um, uh, my some of my best memories are searching long boxes for books to complete my collection. Yeah, hell yeah, man! The whole all four covers right there. That's our other screen. All right, um, Age of Apocalypse. Great storyline. Great offshoot. My first like big. I'm collecting all these. Uh, uh, I heart, I, just finishing up reading it, it's heartbreaking, too. Mm -hmm. At the end there. just Here is Squeezer's third pick. 
I should power up. X marks the spot. It's Wolverine, Colossus, Dazzler, Nightcrawler, Storm. It's the most popular team in superhero history. Every month in Marvel Comics. Look for Marvel Comics where X marks the spot. That was the uh, Pride of the X-Men song. Oh, was it really? Yeah, I was wondering because I I had never heard it before. You just made fun of it. <laughs> I know. Twenty minutes I know, ago, but like pr prior to like now, that that makes sense because you right you would have heard that like oh yeah because you rented it from Blockbuster. I didn't know the damn thing existed. So I don't think it was just a comic book commercial. Yeah, when and you asked ask me about it, I didn't know what you were talking about, but I know that spot. Um, which was funny because when I, I then the the X I noticed the X marks the spot on a couple more advertisements that I don't remember. It's like some X marks the spot. They really, really got in on that. Anyway, I'm specifically talking about uh, the uh, 1992 uh, uh, Impel uh, X Men series. Uh, these cards, these. I had every one of these things, and my pride and joy was the uh, Danger Zone, uh, what would you call it, like sheet set, nine banger piece, I'm sure there's some official title for uh, what it's called, right? Um, I would say... I was even Googling it, I card couldn't find set? the right answer. What's that? Card the card set? I, I guess, but it you know it creates one whole image when you put it in your little binder with the with the nine cards. Collage, collage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a oh, collage. Yes, a collage. I like that. It's very French. A collage. Um, collage. Oh, and now you got uh, Nightcrawler, uh, Angel Storm. Where are some of your favorites? I got the book here. I'm going to go through them. Some of my favorites. Oh, I have the book. So it, it'll be here tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. So when I was looking for this, I came across the book, and I was like, oh, I should get this. And then I was hesitant because uh, there was another book. I, I forgot what it, which one it was, where the reviews were kind of shit on it because they're like, the scans were bad, and... Uh, it was small. It wasn't like a vast improvement of it, and I'm like, I didn't want to get burned with this one. So I, without even looking, I kind of like, eh, whatever. And then you turn around and hold the book up, and you show it to me. I'm like, oh, I was one right, of then. the crowdfunders. I pre, I crowdfunded this book. Oh, nice. Yeah, I pre, so, uh, the pre-order. Right, right, right. Then and there, I, I, <laughs> I went in my office and I ordered it. This is gonna uh, piss you off, but I sat there one night with our friend Rocco going through it back last summer when I got last spring when I got it because mm -hmm. you weren't here you were in the building and Rocco and I were going through looking at the pictures I I love these cards um would you believe uh, uh Jim Lee did the art on them no Jim <laughs> Lee oh, um Jim Lee. yeah so you got Jim Lee's with DC now he draws fucking Batman baby He's the, the he's the fucking editor, the the chief editor of DC. Uh, there's one guy in the internet. Squeezer. The worst I would like to point out, we are at Comic-Con, and I was like, oh, my mm -hmm. God. We were down looking at the, the Batman v Superman exhibi exhibition that was down in the weird section of the, the Javits Center. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. And there was me, you, and my sister. 
My squeezer. You know who that is. And you're like, who? I don't. I don't. This is like the fifth guy. I I was eyeballing the free Spider-Man coffee. <laughs> no, this was this was that was um, that was uh, who the fuck was that? That what that was uh, oh man. Oh, was this down in Artist Alley? No, 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 no. Um, that was Joe Casada. We saw when you were uh, Joe Casada was just okay. standing there randomly. No one was around him. I'm like, oh my god, that's Joe Casada. Uh, but and I'm like, oh my god, that's free coffee. We are down. You know, like when you walk in to the left, they had that like the the suits from Batman v Superman there. Oh yeah, down at the at the bottom. Right. That little so there was annex. there was a tiny man standing there, um, and just tiny in stature. He's a short guy, and I'm like. Oh, I'm like, Lisa, oh my God, oh my God. She's like, what? I'm like, that's Jim Lee. And you're both are staring at me like, at the point it didn't register with you who it was, <laughs> like why I should care. I'm like, that's Jim Lee. That's fucking Jim Lee. That's Jim Lee. He's with DC. He's, he's there. That's Jim Lee. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had a copy of Hush to get signed by him. I should go up. And you guys are like, if you like, go talk to him. Go say hi. Because no one was around him. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, but like I was, I think I put like four or five comic book artists there that day, and you're like, okay, I don't know who the fuck these guys are because I was a Boy Scout and not a fucking complete nerd like you. But <laughs> yeah, Joe Casada, who I was like fanboying over when you were getting the coffee. Yeah, he was signing posters. No, 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 that was Neil I mean, Adams. That was Neil Adams, oh, totally Jesus. different guy. Rest in peace, Neil Adams. I was like, oh my God, Neil Adams is signing posters. Should I get a fucking poster? He did my favorite Batman cover ever with Batman on the card and Joker looming large over him. I think it was Batman 182. Yeah, that was Neil Adams. And I'm like, oh my God, Neil Adams is signing posters with like two people online. I should go up and kiss him. You're like, just fucking do it. I wish I would have. He fucking died last year. God damn it. I should have fucking went and got Could have kissed the man. Could have kissed the man. Told them how much I loved him. I love Neil Adams. That was Neil Adams. You're you're fucking all these guys up. I'm all I remember was free Spider-Man coffee. Okay. Yeah. Joe Casada was with the Spider-Man coffee. <laughs> the fact that you even remember that. You had like four or five Dixie cups of that shit. Of course I remember it. Oh hell yeah. yeah. There should be some kind of uh, diagnosis for someone like you. <laughs> it, starts with, it starts with ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have fun. You put the ass in Aspergers. Thank you. Yep. Ah, uh, good stuff. Uh but of course, and then my favorite too. It had on on the back, uh, the uh, uh like stat graft, uh, graph. You know. Yeah, that I, was. I love that was I Rocco's big problem. Thing. He's like, are we supposed to take this as? Is canon that these are their powers and these pers- people are more powerful than other people? That was Rikos. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's fun. Mm-hmm. The Cerebro scan. I'm yes. Back. Yeah. Yeah, it actually made it like a little. They added like a yeah, a little canon base to it, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, but yeah, these, these are some cool cards. Uh, you you know, it made it easy for the dummies like me. Um, all your, your good guys were in blue. Your bad guys were in purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Omega Red Stat's pretty badass. There is green, too. Don't forget the green cards. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the X, X-Men. Are they, was it all, like, 
and allies too. Yeah, those are the X X Men category oh, was a way to green. include some characters that had certain popularity but weren't currently in existing X Men books. Sunspot started out as one of the new mutants, but at this point he was hanging out with Gideon and some of the bad guys. You Not that have a book. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh, there was Sunspot, Dark Phoenix, Longshot, Magic, Dazzler, Starjammer, Imperial Guard, Leandra, who, who, Jesus Christ, Roma. Um, these were like the cards no one wanted. And then like the, the puzzle pieces that made the collage. This is the Danger Room collage you had. Yeah. Yeah, the Danger Room. Yeah. That's, that was green I, cards. I love it. That was my pride and joy. Oh, any time they had like... All right, it was called... Danger Room Test Sequence Squeezer. That's ah, what it was okay. called. That's the official name for it. Uh, there was that one. And then in the Marvel ones, too, when they, they did the, 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 the uh, Punisher one and the Spider-Man one, I, I that was my thing. Like, I insisted I had to complete those. Okay, here it is. I wrote all nine of these. I remember them being difficult because in each case, I or somebody else had already written about these characters on their own cards. So I had to find some way of presenting them without giving a character... Without... I had to find some way of presenting something about any given character that didn't repeat information on another card. So it was one of um, nine, obviously, test rooms, danger room test sequence number one. So they're called test sequence squeezer. Nice. And it was, it was Nightcrawler. Then there was Archangel. He mm -hmm. was two. Storm. Gambit. Wolverine. Shatterstar, Cyclops, Cable, Colossus, and that was it. And then the checklist. Huh. It just occurred. That's weird. Yeah, those people have nothing did... to do with the... each other. No women the... either. They <laughs> no put Storm. Shatterstar in there. You could have put Rogue in there. Well, Shatterstar and um, Cable are part of X-Force. Yeah. It's strange. Oh, here it is. This is is in it's in the the book. It's strange that Shatterstar is in this nine block because nine block. That's another name. Oh, for there it. we go. Nine block. Thanks. That's what I'm gonna call it now. Nine block. Because at the time these cards came out, Shatterstar, who was in X Force, hadn't yet fought alongside the X Men. What does he say about Cable? Yeah, you have like actual. You have Rogue. You have Psylocke. You have actual established team members. Beast. Yeah. Huh. So there's a little uh, insider insider trading squeezer. There's some cards in this book too. D does the one you order are the cards? It's um it's this the the image we have on our YouTube. That's what the cards come with, I think, are. Oh, the X-Men 1 cover? The X-Men 1 4 covers put together. Yeah. Oh, that's of course I had the I I remember it too, like trying to explain why I needed to buy well she didn't really understand oh I just bought them my parents had no idea I, I would like do chores to get the money to buy comic books they were more okay with me I'm sorry more okay they were more they were they were okay with me buying comic books more so than they were toys ah they're like okay because my grandfather was a collector and he likes collected mm -hmm. comic books so like they supported this especially when my grandfather took me out to get books so they like kind of supported my comic book collection more so, and of course my grandfather would buy books for me and go with me to buy buy books and like gotcha. he, 
And we love Batman, and we all love mm-hmm. Batman, so. But Yeah, I never had to worry. Like, it was never like, uh, I was never like in that, oh, comics are like the devil or the Well, I'm surprised. Mama Squeezer thought everything else was the devil. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't think yeah. comic books were. No, it's just, it was uh, the spending of money on anything really was that. So you call me spoiled squeezer. Yeah, how are you spoiled that they wouldn't let you spend your own because money? Because there was uh, Christmas. Like, I, I got one haul. Like, Christmas was huge. And then throughout the year, it was nothing. It was, you got a little thing, at, at like, a, a, maybe an, an action figure at Easter. Birthday was uh, uh, was pretty nice. But it wasn't, you know, it's not just your parents buying stuff Oh, I had to you. work my people. fucking tight butthole off to get all this stuff. I had to, like, mow um, the lawn and clean the fucking yeah. house and... Yeah, but in between, I would do chores and stuff, sure. But, like, uh, there was, no, there was no, uh, my dad wasn't, there was no allowance or anything. It was, I'm not paying you to take out the garbage. Take out the goddamn garbage. Take out the papers and, I just watched Twins is on Netflix, and I watched it the other night. Oh, nice. Yakily yak, don't talk bark. I never heard music like this before. (laughs) (laughs) You're forgetting the third rule in the crisis situation. Third rule. What's the third rule? Doc. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are we moving on? Nice. Yeah, let's move on. Here's my next pack. Tired of the same old fun and games? Welcome Spider-Man X-Men to the video game ride of your lives. Wolverine, Spider-Man, Gambit, Cyclops. Now on Genesis, the ultimate video game team. Are we having fun yet? Now, they don't mention it in the spot, but Spider-Man X-Men Arcade's Revenge. This game was promoted on WWF on every Saturday morning. I, I, you felt like this was the biggest game on the planet. The game sucked ass. Did you oh. ever play it? No. Oh, God, it was so bad. So no, The only other X-Men game I played outside the arcade was the one for Genesis. Well, uh, now this is LJN, but LJN made um, Spider-Man's beat-em-up, uh, uh, Spider-Man and Venom and Maximum Carnage, and that was great. That was a great oh, game. That would explain the WWF ad- advertising. What? The LJN. Oh, no, they they lost. Yeah. The, it was Hasbro at this point. Oh. No, but they were all over. Spider-Man, X-Men, Arcade Revenge was in like every comic book. It was I'm trying to sound clever. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my Asperger's doesn't allow me. You could, you could just laid out. Yeah. <laughs> this was on Super Nintendo, Genesis, Game Gear, and Game Boy. Um, and it was X Men and Spider Man, obviously fighting uh, Arcade, which was the lamest fucking villain in the planet. I mean, come on! Like he is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He arcade affects a manner of dress and speech that makes him to be a comedic character. It's uh, his preferred method of murder, an underground funhouse of colorful death traps, usually decked out in cheery colors and disguised as an amusement park and dubbed Murder World. I guess that makes for a good video game. But yeah, yeah, it feels like he should be more of a Batman rogue. Yeah, no, it was kind of like it was very much a Batman rogue. A Batman guy, uh, like Condiment Man, like Bat- but Batman can get away <laughs> with those. Um, yeah. So uh, the arcade's revenge was while swinging his web through the city. Spider-Man notices the disappearance of X-Men, Cyclops, Storm, Wolverine. Then he notices a tube from a garbage truck sucking up Gambit. And after fighting out, figuring out 
it's Arcade swinging his web into the truck. He tracks Arcade down in an abandoned building, which is the location of the first stage. The player portrays Spider-Man deactivating security eyes in a set order um, to enter. Inside, he, along with Cyclops, Storm Wolverine, and Gambit, are placed in a deadly game of Murder World, a simulated program designed by Arcade to torture and kill his victims. The player must successfully complete each Marvel's Heroes 2 events in order to gain control of Spider-Man in the final battle with Arcade and Escape. With any, while any character's first events can be selected at the player's will, his or her second event is unplayable until completion of the first. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. Gambit has two levels, Cyclops has two levels, Wolverine has two levels, Storm has two levels, and Spider-Man has two levels. Spider-Man's are New York City rooftops, um, and there's uh, Nasher and Shocker and Rhino and Carnage in the second stage. Storm has an underwater maze level with limited air supply, and her bosses are various machines used to control giant tank-like levels. Wolverine has Omnoxio the Clown and the boss being Apocalypse and then rampaging juggernauts in the second stage. Gambit has Doom Caves, two levels, both of which take place in the cave with a giant spike ball chasing him. Uh, Cyclops has two stages, Genosa, Underground Sentinel Mines, and a final stage featuring Master Mold with the Sentinels. Now, this game, if you could figure out how to fucking go on and get there is good, but when I rented this squeezer, I couldn't figure out how to get past the first Spider-Man level to get to the fucking X-Men. Aww. Yeah. I was playing it last night on my BitBoy, which I gotta tell a couple of you how to get yourself a BitBoy, because they were asking in the group chat, and I will. I'll, I'll, I'll share the love. But I was playing it, and I'm like, fuck, man, this is this is a little easier and a little better than I remember it. But when I was a kid, we rented this, and I was so pissed off because I could not figure out how to get to the fucking X-Men. And I was <laughs> stuck in this Spider-Man level over and over and over. And there was no way you couldn't go on the Internet and, like, figure out. And I was like, Arcade's Revenge. And I, I, I didn't realize Arcade was a villain at the time because he was never in any books. So I'm like, what are Arcade's Revenge? It's like an arcade's, like... I thought they meant like arc the arcade game's revenge. I didn't know it was a shitty fucking villain. And I found it was a <laughs> shitty fucking villain. And I, I remember being in the comic book store looking up long books for arcade. And his books were the stupidest fucking books in the planet. This is really like <clears throat> when you look at the villains that they fought. And he's in the Modoc show, by the way. He's he's voiced by Alan Tudyk. That makes that. God. Yeah, he's great in the Modoc. So much sense. Yeah. That's where he belongs. Yeah, he belongs in that Modoc show. Like, like, you you put up arcade against the Nathaniel Essex and uh, Apocalypse and Magneto. Why hasn't Nathaniel Essex, Mister Sinister, been done properly in the movies yet? He was so I spooky in the books and the television show. I know, right? Like, well, they teased it in. They well, teased it in the movies. It was like an egg, an Easter was, egg in like Deadpool. It was like Essex something. Yeah, yeah. Essex Corp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. You're waiting. But, yeah, that game, that is my number something pick, and we're on to your number four can, pick. Can, can, you, can you stall for me for a moment? Do you have to use the potty? I do. You'd be much more entertaining than me. You could talk about my ribs and Hold on. if you'd like. We're, what we're going to do, Squeezer, is go back to X-Men, Pride of the X-Men, and play a little bit of that. Oh, nice. Just so you guys could all get a feel of how bad this is. Best film in Video Corp. No place to hide. No 
This is Stan Lee of Marvel Comics warning you to look around you. Your classmates, your friends, you never know which one of them may be a mutant. A person born with strange and wondrous powers. Now some mutants, like the X-Men, use their special gifts for good. But then there are the terrorist mutants who plan to destroy the human race. Mutants. I hate them. Take this mutie we're hauling tonight, for example. He's too dangerous to live. I am Magneto. Release me. I command him. I've never seen anything like it. His power. He's a mutant. A stinking mutant. He doesn't deserve to live on the same planet as normal, decent human beings. When the Brotherhood of Mutant Terrorists and I are through, humans will no longer have a place on planet Earth. Why, you rotten... Men are so helpless against the mental powers of the White Queen. We're in the middle of the highway! There's no water! Not water, sir! It's the highway itself! I know it sounds crazy, but it's turning into quicksand! Quicksand? Quicksand? Why, what kind of a fool are you? Don't you love how, like, the number one thing we were scared of as kids and they used to scare us was quicksand? And all these cartoons? Quicksand! Oh no! Hold it, you muty scum. I just realized why I was going to the bathroom quickly, because I went where Screecher went. The reason why I like Mallrat so much is like Brody was like portrayed as the coolest guy in the world in that movie, and I saw it in 1995. I got in trouble for watching it on pay per view. And, um, you know, I'm like, holy shit, this guy's cool as shit, and he loves comic books, too, and he's, like, a big dick about his comic books, and, like, that's cool, and that's a hero that I can relate to. So, Kevin, you made a hero I related to, and that's why I probably love <laughs> Mallrat so much. Um, because Brody Man, nooch nooch. I saw myself in him, and I saw, okay, this guy is the hero and he gets the hot chick and he's cool and he loves comic books so I can do this too um, I could collect all these issue number ones and the ladies are gonna come pouring in they didn't but it's alright I was saying like I realized what I was being like why I, I said like why do I love Mallrats so much as a kid I saw Mallrats in 95 on pay-per-view and got in trouble for it and I was like obsessed with Brody but like I'm like Mallrats isn't that bad is it when you're 13 Alright, yes. <laughs> I believe he is fucking cunt rag at some point in the... I was, uh, in 95, my mom was not happy I was watching it. She didn't care. <laughs> I mean, your mom wasn't happy you were watching Pee Wee Herman. I could get away with my mom being pissed <laughs> I'm watching Mallrats at fucking 95. And Pulp Fiction, too. Uh, and there's, there's nudity in it, too. They're, my parents were kind of prudent that way. There's nudity of Mallrats? Yeah, yeah. Joey Lauren Adams saw Bob bust in the dressing room twice on her. Huh. 
the studio insisted on it being nudity hmm. to be like Porky's. They kept saying it was going to be the next Porky's. Well, it was way better than Porky's. Next, yeah, it was so much better than Porky's. All right, fucking um, magic guy in it. Fucking schooner, not a sailboat. <laughs> No sailboat, not a schooner. You dumb bastard. That's my fair island movie. He <laughs> turns the kid, you dumb bastard. It's a sailboat, not a schooner. A schooner is a sailboat, you dummy. Oh, yeah? Well, there is no Easter Bunny. That guy over there <laughs> is just a man in a suit. <laughs> All right, whose pick is it? Where are we at? Oh, You, uh, golden, you golden blue. Did... We just did Arcade's Revenge, so it's Arcade's you. Yeah. Oh, I got to pause Kitty Pride here. And then pot up, and here you go. Here's Squeezer's next pick. Chef Boyardee Pastas presents the X-Men. They've got Wolverine. They've got stars. Even Beast. Right way to mutant in a can. From Chef Boyardee, all your favorite X-Men in pasta shapes and excellent sauce. We got them. And only you can set them free. You X-Men pasta. Thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. You notice how they don't say tomato sauce? They say excellent sauce? Excellent sauce, yeah. Because yeah. it, it's, it's got tomato in it, but it ain't tomato Legally. sauce. Legally, sugar water with tomato flavor and can't be called tomato sauce. I could really... You know what? I might... See where I'm at tomorrow. I might grab a can of SpaghettiOs. I'm feeling it right sure. now. SpaghettiOs is uh, Franco America. It's not Chef Bardi, buddy. Nah, same shit. It's all the same garbage. <laughs> it's all garbage, but it's not. <laughs> it's, let's, it's the same. Let's garbage. show some fucking respect. It's not the same. Sorry. Either way, I just eat a cold out of the can. <laughs> oh God, you're a monster. <laughs> what? Oh, you fucking Boy Scout. Of course yeah. you do. Oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Look, 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 look. Um. All right, so yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> did, I said eat it out of the can. You make it just seem like you you chugged it out of the can. Yeah, you, you, you don't really eat, yeah, because you don't you, you don't dirty a spoon. You just oh, drink it like like chunky. God, <laughs> you're like chunky the sugar tomato soup. You're like the Christopher Lloyd hobo from Dennis the Menace. Did you eat an apple <laughs> with your fucking oh, knife? That, that is my, my favorite scene when he's cooking a giant can of beans. Yeah, I, knew, I figured not, it would I'm be. I'm like, I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very, very specific pull. I, I'm looking at my 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 Christopher Lloyd uh, Professor Plum card that came with my. I, had, I just put it on my desk after all this time. After all my clue voinal, voinal, um, which came damaged by the way. It oh, it did. Just yeah, just just the, just the sleeve. Speaking but of, did I tell time. you what's at Shankwilders this weekend yet? No. They're doing a double feature of... Uh, if it's Clue, I'm taking off. No, it's John Carpenter's The Thing and They Live. I'm fucking so pissed Whoa, at the fandoms. that's I actually kind of cool. I love The Thing. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. My mom lo- my mom, my mom would like fucking like hump the couch when any time... Um, what's his name? Who in The, uh, the Thing. Who, um, Kurt Russell. Anytime Kurt Russell was on television... Mm. My mom. Well, he's Dreamboat. My mom would get, and he still is. He's fucking god. Guardians two. Yeah, he is god. He is. Yeah, he's he's a living guy. He's, he's the living planet. planet. Ego. 
Uh, but even in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's still he's just still a dreamboat. I, lo- I love Kurt Russell, but my mom really loved Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, for different reasons. For different reasons. <laughs> but uh, uh, she loved the thing. And then they live. My mom's favorite, one of her favorite wrestlers was Roddy Piper. Because I love wrestling and she would get like really weird. She liked Macho Man and she liked the British Bulldog in his little panties. Um, but yeah, she loved her Sarati Piper. And uh, I came here to chew bubblegum and kick some ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Uh, yeah, I actually saw they live not that long. Because it was on in the break room, believe it or not. Oh, Munch was, Munch yeah. was sitting there watching it. Yeah, This is and great! Then, uh... I'm surprised you watched They Live. It's a little spooky for you. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not that bad. It's not. The, uh, the thing is, when the fucking thing like pops the out thing of the in the fucking toilet. Yeah. That's oh, my fucking nightmare come true. Um, actually, so it wasn't that long ago. Maybe like two years ago or something. It was on cable or some shit. I watched it. They both have fantastic soundtracks by John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of John Carpenter on that uh, '80s. Uh, driving at night random playlist that I found. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, he's the synth master. Yeah, it's fucking great. Just walk around in the fog in the dark. Yeah. I find myself, I'm just driving to that now. Yeah, I, I told you, I clean. I, how many times have I talked on the show that I, that's what I do as soon as it starts feeling like fall in the summer? I drive at night listening to that kind of music. Yeah. yeah. That's my thing. That's, yeah, that's what I sit and listen to in the dark. I, go, I didn't know it was a thing all these years. I'm like, I thought I was weird that I like like soundtracks and just weird, like, lo-fi shit. Like ninety percent of the records I own are soundtracks. Oh, my God, have you listened to the Halloween Three fucking John Carpenter score yet? It's the best of all of those. You listen to it because I played it in my office for the last five yeah, years. Oh, I love, I, yeah. I don't, don't. I, I it was one of my picks on the show, Cherry to Pumpkins. Are we doing a double decker run on Friday or are we doing farmer's market? Uh is it gonna be raining on Friday? Uh no. We got Phantoms Friday and Saturday, so we can uh, we can I say we do Double we, Decker Friday. No no no, we do double decker Saturday because the farmer's but, market closes later on Friday. Yeah, but we got Bradley on Friday. Oh yeah, it could be either or I don't care. either or. The, the 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 suit place will probably be closed if we go Saturday. Oh no! Okay. So we have to go Friday. We'll go Friday. All right. And, but Brad doesn't want to spend any more money on records. Oh, that's true too. He spent like a thousand dollars. He's trying to buy this seven thousand dollar fucking Stratocaster or Telecaster. He sent me. He sent me. I was like, yeah. oh shit, that's it's from nineteen seventy two. It's a fucking yeah. dude. I said buy it. If he doesn't, oh, I will. Yeah. And then break it and burn yeah. it in front of him. To go along with his five thousand dollar drum kit. Yep. Yeah, but look, it's gold and it's handcrafted. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, we're, uh, we've all bought. Uh, well, I've had a switchblade illegally for a while, but since uh, Pennsylvania on July 2nd made them legal, we all bought some new ones. Legal bitches. So I now I'm have cel- <laughs> like like you, I love how you said it. I'm celebrating my freedom. Yeah, I now have my second $300 switchblade knife on the way. <laughs> That's insane. 
My, I love that one I ha- I've had for like a year now. I know. You walk around with it all the time. I'm I waiting to get stabbed by I fucking love that knife. It's just so, it's such a beautiful action and the blade is great. It's a great knife. Well made. Handcrafted. Microtech. If you're looking for a good switchblade. Hmm. All right. What are we on? We're Golden if Blue. If you're, you know, Pennsylvania your... Oh, yeah. So here's the debate. <clears throat> Do we, yeah, I played you. Yeah. yeah. Did I play the clip? You did. Yeah, it was the uh, Chef Boyardee. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Commercial. Uh, if you had it like so, you, you could have two debates. I saw like, and I was going on the internet because this, believe it or not, people on the internet are arguing over this. Oh, of course. Of course. And that which team is better, your gold team or your blue team? Okay. Now you have to look at it. I like to look at it from two separate perspectives too. Now your your gold team consists of, uh, st- led by Storm. You got Jean Grey. Iceman, Bishop, Archangel, and Colossus. Okay. All right. Your blue team, led by Cyclops, and you got Wolverine, uh, Gambit, Psylocke, Rogue, Jubilee, and Beast. Now, like their argument is, they're like, well, it's this team versus this team, so gold team, of course, is going to kick blue team's ass. I'm not going to disagree there. When you, when you look at it, like, power-wise, the fact that you have Storm and Jean Grey, which are two of the most powerful mutants to begin with, and everyone else on the blue team has, like, very specific powers. You know, they have more, like, a, an offensive, like, a, you know, like, they have laser beam eyes, mm-hmm. or they throw exploding cards, or they have psionic sword hands, you know. Whereas, like, Storm can basically control all the weather. Jean Grey can pretty much just melt all their minds instantly, you know? Hmm. So you have that. So I get that. But as far as fun reading and crazy antics go, Blue Team's better, right? As far as entertainment value? Yeah, okay. to, to, To me, like, I always saw Gold Team as, like, it, it, like blue team is like like all the crazy kids that go in like it's fun to watch them fuck up in the process and then the gold team is like oh wow it's your parents are going to go and solve the problem for you i don't know i always felt they felt too powerful i i felt there was more charisma in the blue team and they were more fun to read no well, okay fair enough Am I wrong? No, you you feel oh. you I, your your feelings are not wrong, sweetie. Your feelings are justified. Oh, no, my feelings are sometimes wrong. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, anyone's allowed to disagree with me. It's just my my hot take. <laughs> um, squeezers hot take. Uh, okay. Should we continue? Do you, do you have a preference? No. Do you, no, you don't care. No. I didn't get into the minutia like that, like you probably did. Oh. I liked... Well, I mean, if you had to pick, would you read X-Men or would you read Uncanny X-Men? I read. I bought them both, and I read them you both. bought them. Oh, okay. Well, look at me. Look. I um, um, was a fan of anything with Gambit at that point. I was so into Gambit. Isn't he great? He was so great. He was the... Got, and then I got really into Richter, of course, which we talked about, which surprisingly... Uh, so you, you have a type. I do. You like, you, like, you like the bad boys. I do like the bad boys. <laughs> I like the ba- I, I like myself a bad boy. 
Um, which is, uh, you know, it's fitting for me, right? I, I fancy myself a bad boy, Squeezer. Hmm. That you are. Mm-hmm. I am not uh, one who goes with the grain, I should say. Yeah, yeah. If everything you touch explodes. Fuck, that'd be awesome. I'd go find Ian immediately. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, how's it going? Go Give back. me a hug. I think you deserve <laughs> it. Oh, I'm just sitting in my office, and I just hear that like charge-up sound. I quick pop my head out. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, he's We're, a good employee. He's a. I uh, like for if we he like was you know, Walmart or something. No, we 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 make fun, but. We, he takes really good care of his fish. He he waters plants occasionally. Yeah. All right. Here is my final pick. He's gonna he's gonna kill me in my sleep up there, isn't he? Oh, I would assume so. Fuck. Here is my final pick of the night. So this clip is from nothing has to do with my but it was just from the alternate reality where they're in the future and Magneto's the general in the animated series. Remember that mm-hmm. one? So I'm talking about X Men twenty ninety nine squeezer. The twenty ninety nine books. The twenty ninety nine book I'm holding X Men twenty ninety nine, my copy that I bought, uh, when it came out from Walden Books in the South Mall, Squeezer. Ooh. Where I bought my fancy comic books, sir. Um, the X-Men 99 covers were not all that fantastic. The Spider-Man 2099 book was fucking probably the best out of the Earth 928 2099, uh, issues. This, these came out in October, 1993 squeezer. And I remember Collecting all so Punisher, Hulk, fuck the twenty ninety nine universe. Um, there was a whole like imprint of twenty ninety nine books. Uh, I think so. X Men twenty ninety nine, X Nation, Fantastic Four twenty nine ninety nine, Hulk. Uh, I think. The original run. I think uh, Punisher obviously had one. Spider-Man obviously had one. Um, The Punisher 2099 book was fucking pretty dope. Hulk was later. Ghost Rider had one. Uh, Fantastic Four had one in the late end of it. Doctor Doom had one original run of it. Um, But 96, World of Tomorrow... 
there was a world of doom one shot there was one issue uh manifest destiny had a one shot um but uh pretty much the best the best remembered ones were punisher i think x-men and spider-man and the x-men book i kind of i think the the cover was nothing to be oh look an ad for our kids revenge squeezer oh in the book um batman or bart simpson's bart's nightmare east coast comics um pizza hut pizza with the all the extras featuring the x-men the kids party pack squeezer Mm-hmm. Uh, enter the world of 29. So in the middle of the books, it gave you like a peek of all the characters of 2099, uh, Doom, Spider-Man, X-Men 2099, uh, Punisher 2099, Hulk 2099 Unlimited, and then it went back to the X-Men 2099 story. And it was like... I, I would have followed this. It's just the books became like too random and I just stopped buying them. But I have like, like release releasing. You mean? Like, yeah, uh, they weren't they weren't monthly. They were like somewhere bi monthly somewhere. It was hard to like the Stride X at the end, NFL ninety three <laughs> cards. Uh this is direct edition, so that's how you know it was bought from a comic book store. Uh, Walden Books happened to be a comic book store at the time. So I had Squeezer. I had all the I I have bagged and boarded all the number ones, all the twenty ninety nine series. Next one twenty ninety nine. Um, it had Desert Ghost, Skullfire, Bloodhawk, Mean Streak, Metalhead, Cerebra, uh, Crystallion, Junk Pile, who you is like the first guy you meet, the Lunatic, Serpentina, Sham. And it was it was a good book, and the storyline wasn't bad. And I really I would uh, like if you, anyone has X, uh, Marvel Unlimited, including you, Squeezer, I would encourage mm-hmm. you to go back and read the Spider Man twenty ninety nine, um, and the uh, X Men twenty ninety nine books, because I I think, and from what I remember, those were the best. Uh, John Francis Moore and Ron Lim did this one, and they, they did some good artwork. I know they brought it back in um, 2016 and 20. They did like the. It was just nine issues. Oh yeah, there wasn't many. No. Okay. Oh no, uh, X Men was 35. Okay, I see X Men 2099, 93 to 96. It says nine issues. No, nah, there was 35 issues. Hmm. Oh, let's go series. Try that. They might only have nine issues on there, but... There's... On there, maybe. Uh, all right, well, yeah. add to the Save to Library. I fucking love this. They Here's all... my thing now. Rather than watch TV, I sit there and I just... I On my bike while I'm doing my thing, I'm just reading comics now. Dude, go back and read Frank Miller's Daredevil run. Uh, the I already man... added it to the list. Okay. The first, that was like the second thing I added to my read list when I downloaded this. Um... The Man Without Fear. So good. Frank Spider-Man Miller. 2099 Exodus? Yeah. No, the that's the, oh, the no, later that's one. The, the original one. one. The original run. Spider-Man 2099. He's like... Um, hang. He's like... Uh, uh, like it's like... Luke almost looks like a Rob Liefeld with his small feet. 
but he's jumping down and there's a web above him and I believe in the ship below him. He's got a red foil cover around it. It was uh, written by... Oh, because oh, I didn't type 2099. I just typed 29. Spider-Man. Peter David. There we go. Rick Leonardo. Miguel O'Hara. Miguel O'Hara. Spider-Man 2099. Uh... Oh, there we go. 38 issues. It's 92 to 96. That is... Oh, yeah. Those are his little feet. <laughs> yep. You see him? <laughs> yep. Oh, he doesn't have ankles. He just has, like... He just has spatulas. Yeah, Rob Liefeld was notorious for not being able to draw feet either. Yeah. Like, his thighs are, are like... I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to keep riding my bike. I'll get some Rob Liefeld Spider-Man thighs. <laughs> I mean, Rob Liefeld created Deadpool, but he didn't yeah, draw he did. this book. But no. Uh, all right, that's and he uh, liked big guns. Who doesn't? Yeah. Here is your last pick, Squeezer. Oh, oh! But before we move on, I found two little uh, fun uh, thirty-seven degrees of Kevin Bacon gems while uh, looking shit up earlier. Okay. Kev- oh, so X Men animates because uh, I I was thinking about like the voices and stuff like Wolverine. The voice of Wolverine is Cal Dodd, the animated voice that we all know and love, mm-hmm. whose brother is Rory Dodd, mm-hmm. who did the duet. Who's He's the guy that said, turn around, bright eyes, on Total Eclipse of the Heart. Wow. Yeah. And even better, Storm, mm-hmm. Iona Morris, mm-hmm. her brother is Phil Morris. Mm-hmm. Who uh, you might know as uh, Jackie Childs? Oh yeah, Jackie Childs. It's it's an embarrassment to me and the entire professional legal field. And Jackie Childs was in X Men First Class with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He was X- yeah, Kev- Kevin Bacon gotcha. has a relation to X Men. He was in X Men First Class, which is probably one of the top. To uh, X Logan and X Men First Class are my two favorite of all the X Men movies, right? We're in agreement. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. the two best. Yes. Oh, he was on Babylon Five. All right. Well, let's get to your last pick here, handsome. Extraordinary, exceptional X Men. With stripes and spring out claws, the Iceman comes on his ice board with color change icicles, saber tooths equipped with wounds that heal easily, an extra slashing claw, and glow in the dark eyes and mouth. Here's Forge with his quick draw gun action, look out, and Mr. Sinister with his light up chest. These aren't ordinary men, they're X-Men, X-Men figures, each sold separately from Toy Biz. <laughs> These first run commercials never ran near us, I swear to God. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember them at all. No. No. After they became Uh, popular, they ran the ones like, but these first runs did not run at all. X Men! Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Uh, But I do remember there being a bazillion Wolverines. And I wanted them all. Yeah. Um, Well, there there was one. I'm not going to lie. Even there's one that kind of bothers me that should be cool. It's the headgear that kind of. 
throws me off. But we'll we'll start at the beginning. Okay. Uh, and, and we're not going to include. We're not going to go all the way back to like the uh, Secret Wars or uh, Marvel superheroes. Okay. Anything like that. Uh, my, but so, the '92 Toy Biz are Wolverine. Uh, and he is uh, your uh, the Wolverine that you know from the '80s. You got your your brown and orange. Uh, you're, you're the Australian Wolverine. You're the Australian Wolverine. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I come here to do two things: catch some fish and eat blooming onions. And I'm all out of fish. Ah, blooming onions. Nice. Did they even have those down there? It's probably not. That's got to be a strictly. An I read once, like. Like the biggest sucker food you can eat, a blooming onion costs Outback seventy cents to make, and they charge like eight dollars. But they're delicious. Yeah, well. they charge for the deliciousness mm-hmm. and that sauce that comes with it. The mm. dipping sauce. I mean, n- uh, you wouldn't have had your fucking uh, reception there if it wasn't delicious. Yeah. I although married in an Outback. Uh, although I'll take uh, Aussie cheese fries over the blooming onion. Ah. Uh! Blasphemy! You get them both. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if you saw me in my comatose state uh, this afternoon, but I was all piss and vinegar to start the day, and then I met Mrs. Squeezer on the border, and I had some enchiladas for lunch. Oh, you got oh. a little taste of it for at the Christmas party. You need more. No, she texts me. She goes, "Would well, you want to go to that uh, on the border?" I'm like, "Yes." She didn't even get it out. Wait, she never went there before? No, she's gone there before. Oh, no, you made it seem but... like like that on the border. No, we made it like. No, it may, I made it seem like we never go out for lunch or anything. But she was oh. in the neighborhood, so um, I'm like, yeah, sure. So, oh, delicious, delicious, delicious. Yeah, on the board is fucking awesome. Oh, so good. Uh, anyway, so this Wolverine, he's got brown and orange going on. He has a mask that comes separate, so uh, you could put a mask on him, and it can also and you lose uh, it almost instantly. Yeah, instantly, or it could be a ring. And where is it? Right. Ring? Yeah. Uh, and he's got his legs bend at the knees, but his arms are fixed because he has retracting claws. What's cool about the retracting claws is <clears throat> these ones actually lock into place. They have little levers uh, that I always liked, um, so that way he can walk around and snick them out. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And in one hand, his right arm was like, uh, like, like an ice cream cone. Like I'm using uh like teaching you how to play volleyball in third grade kind of rules. Mm-hmm. Like volleyball and then the other one was like a bowling kinda hand, you know? Okay. So yeah, like that. Um And he was cool, but it was and he, the best thing about him was he was short. They actually like made him shorter than all the other characters. Yeah, as he as he was. Um a, as the series goes on he became like to scale with everyone else kind of felt weird uh so but moving on uh in series two we get our our next wolverine and this is my favorite one out of them and it's your your black, blue blue or your your blue and yellow with the, the black, black tiger stripes, tiger stripes. Uh, this was wolverine. not only it was the best looking one but it was so cast it was casted exactly how you pictured Wolverine talking. It was like Kevin Conroy's Batman. That's how you pictured Wolverine talking when you read the comic books. Like, hey, bub, 
You know, you didn't talk, yeah. you didn't picture him talking. Oh, mate, I'm gonna have another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, they, they nailed that perfect. Like, it really is. Yeah, that the X-Men, get out of my way. You know, he was so fucking perfect. Yeah. Was, yeah. They did great casting on that. Yeah. And um, kudos. Yeah, even I mean, even like the voice of the Sentinels. Like, just, it works so well. Like, that's what a giant robot designed to capture and kill mutants would do. Or how it would sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this Wolverine was pretty cool. Uh, he His mask didn't come off, but I mean, really, who cares? Um, uh, he came with a gun. Like, a weird-looking little machine gun. I'm reading. Um, my only issue I have with the entire figure is the claws themselves curve really down at the ends. They're born so they're that almost, way. What's that? What? <laughs> <laughs> Ew. That's gross. Um, where they're almost like... I've got a metal dick, bub. Swoops <laughs> 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 to the left. Um, uh, but yeah, but that is my only thing. Otherwise, it's an absolute awesome figure. I had both of them. I had the first, I had the first Wolverine, and then I had the, uh, this guy as well. And this guy I loved. He was just awesome looking. Uh, and next up comes um, your third edition Wolverine, which came out in the same series, which was series two. And this is, uh, I'm trying to think, the body feels a little, it's hard to tell just because the, the body, no, it's a little different. But the, the paint job is like the uncanny uh, X-Men look. He's wearing like the, Un- the X-Men team suit mm-hmm. um, which is alright and he's got a new head sculpt he doesn't have a mask at all which kind of sucks I think it's Wolverine mm-hmm. I, I, I like him in, I like if, if you're gonna do him without the mask do what they did later uh, or like an old man Logan look or something like that but like him in the team suit and then without the mask it just it doesn't feel right and he comes with the little gun again all right, I'm going to stop you right now. I know how many Wolverine figures there are. You can't spend this much time on each one of them. No, we're, we'll move on. Okay. I mean, it's only 130. We got <laughs> All right. Next, you got Weapon X. Pretty badass. He comes with the helmet and uh, all, like, bloody lesions and uh, stuff and hoses coming out of him. It's like, mm-hmm. like, fresh out of that. Uh, oh, but his claws don't retract, and they actually just attach right to the knuckles uh and it kind of works better i don't you know, I, I was okay to pretend i didn't need to have them click in and out all if, if they locked in i was cool with that like well i was not spoiled and i did not get every wolverine figure I, but i didn't have i didn't have i only had the first two okay um and but but they were a little straighter it looked a little bit a little more legit uh all right next up uh fifth edition is wolverine like his black uh tactical gear gold trim and this is the one where i have an issue with which is this the one that you thought looked cool yeah he had the fucking yeah. ninja turtles pop out knife set behind him yeah that was cool it's just me it's the headgear i i get what they're going with like it's it's like this like his head there's a blue the and a black version of them right i think so yeah yeah um but it just kind of looked like a uh, like the, pardon the me it was just kind of too big oh you're pardoned 
Uh, after him, uh, number six is, even though it's, they call it Robot Wolverine, it's technically Albert. Um, and he's got, like, the same kind of arms that, like, one of the Terminators had that you could pop his arms on and off. Uh, so you got the, yeah, Robot Wolverine there. Uh, I don't even remember him, actually. I was a kid. On my horizon. And then, uh, what I was saying, like, if you're not going to have his mask, that's fine. But just put him in, like, his street clothes. Yeah, this was, one's pretty cool. What, seven? Street clothes? Yeah. Like, he's a little bulky for my liking. Street tough. Um, but that's because of the, 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 the mechanism for his, uh, uh, Claw. His, his, his claw action. Yeah. I, I, so I, I get it. But, I'm in a bar, um, bub. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool looking Wolverine. Like if you had, if you had uh, series two, Tiger Stripes and this one, like you're set. Like mm-hmm. you could do the whole show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like that. Those are my two Wolverines. You know. Yeah. And then, um, look, I know they go into space. I know it actually makes sense for him to have this, but it kind of reminds me like when the Ghostbusters started adding weird shit towards the end. The Kenner repaints. The Kenner repaints, and then the, like the, the adding the extra attachments and stuff. Like the eighth edition is Wolverine in space. Yeah, he's got a space helmet though, and he's 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 space <laughs> Wolverine with slashing space armor. <laughs> slashing space. Um. He he can't like bend his arms. He he looks. Yeah, but this wasn't fr- right from the comic books. I know it was, but it's it, in the Phoenix Saga. I know that. That's why I'm I'm arguing. It just it, it. I know that's why it's justifiable. Why it's not like the Ghostbusters, but and it's still not exactly. Doesn't look like it's fun to play with. Probably can't, not. Can't move his arms. He's got a helmet on. Well, helmet's removable. Is it? Mm-hmm. It might be. The helmets oh. come separate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They come separate in, in this set. Yeah, you can. But still. It's just, it's got, like, these... It, it looks like, like, with the way the armor is set up, like, his arms would actually have to be dislocated. Okay, so the different... Moved, like, eight inches from his body to the, fit in a, The fifth so. editions, the, this is what I've been doing the whole time. The fifth edition, different colors... I don't. The, there was a black. There was a blue. But the the olive green was the KB exclusive collector's edition. Ooh. So there was three different colors. So there's there's so many Wolverine figures. Oh my god! Yeah, and I I wasn't even listing like the the, the projector one. If you actually scroll down, the big size ones. There's so yeah. many. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on figure realm. Oh, I'm just searching and Google it, Image it's Search. Ridiculous! Holy shit! I wish there was. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. Look at them. Thank you, guys. I scroll all the way down, and they just have 343 action figures produced. Hmm. There are 343 varieties of Wolverine out there. That's awesome. Good for him. Yeah. Not even Hugh Jackman. Just Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. All right. Uh, that's it. We're done. We're, we talked everything X-Men for two and a half freaking hours i had a feeling we were gonna go long on this one <laughs> and we even went short on the preamble we went like 10 minutes shorter than normal yeah so i mean that's that's all we can give you right now because i got nothing left i gotta pee again too yeah i'm trying to play the end theme there music it there it is 
We didn't play the actual X-Men, like the animated series. Thing yeah, it, mm, yeah. That's not everything X-Men, that's specific X-Men. I know, but it's so good. Well, you know, you could have pulled it, you know? I'm not... Alright, I assumed you would. <sighs> First I was trying squeezer. not to be so obvious. Alright, well. Uh, actually, no, but I'm quick on the Google. You are quick on the Google. We'll be back next week with uh, some cool shit. Uh, I think it's retro how we kept warm, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, next Wednesday on the Rad Years podcast, I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. Schnickety, schnickety, schnoin!